0: Good afternoon, Nia. How are you?
1: I'm excited because we have a SCOTUS nominee.
0: We do have a nominee uh, for the United States Supreme Court today. Yes, we do.
1: Ketanji Brown-Jackson, who we are going to refer to as Judge Brown-Jackson.
0: Judge Brown-Jackson, that is her formal title, because currently she serves on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. And she's been nominated by President Biden to replace Justice Stephen Breyer, who, after 27 years of service on the United States Supreme Court, announced last month uh, that he was stepping down at the end of the current Supreme Court term. Yep.
1: Which is nice that he didn't go in the middle of one because... Yeah, that that's super annoying right here. Quick read up on these cases and good luck, which is or sit out your first six months because you can't really do anything.
0: He actually did it like a professional. Yeah. In the sense that um, he's going to stay on until the end of this term, uh, which means um, that if he had retired during the middle of the term, that would have left the court with eight justices um, until his replacement would, be, would have been nominated and confirmed. And some justices actually wait until the summer, okay? Which then puts a heavy burden on the, the White House um, and the Senate to get somebody confirmed by the end of September.
1: Well, and the there. Senate, as we have often discussed, is off on vacation most of the time, actually. So <laughs> getting them to confirm somebody. Okay, so let's just, if we could, just a moment. So uh, justice, excuse me, not justice, because right justice is the Supreme Court. Court, that's right. Judge Brown Jackson is from the D.C. Appellate Court, and that is a not an uncommon place to find nominees to the Supremes, right?
0: That is correct. So on the current Supreme Court, um, you have three former D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals judges, Roberts, Thomas and Kavanaugh.
1: Oh, okay. And she may have served with Kavanaugh then
0: because that's uh, been
1: recent enough.
0: No, she just got on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals um, since President Biden uh, uh, nominated her last year.
1: That, how, how did her nomination for that
0: go? Uh, the vote was fifty-three to forty-four. Three Republican senators actually crossed lines: uh, Senators uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, Susan Collins from mm-hmm. New Hampshire, and Lisa Murkowski from Alaska.
1: I, I, you know what? I love Lisa Murkowski because she just. She cannot be bothered, man. She's like, dude, I'm from Alaska. We, we go our own way, regardless of what the party says, regardless of what
0: she she Did she, is, she get
1: herself elected by a write-in campaign?
0: She was an independent, <laughs> yes, uh, because she lost the Republican Party primary. She got primaried, um, and um, uh, she was encouraged okay. to run as an independent, She won it, and since then, you know who her biggest fan is in the Senate? Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell has made it very clear that the Republican National Committee will support Lisa Murkowski, even though the former President Donald Trump has uh, backed uh, a Republican uh, uh, state candidate uh, to run against her in the primaries.
1: Well, and Lindsey Graham is interesting is, is is judge Brown Jackson from South Carolina?
0: No, and this is what's going this is going to be one of the more interesting things as this plays out, Nia. Lindsey Graham made it very clear that he wanted uh federal district court judge uh Michelle Childs, who is from his home state of South Carolina, to be picked by President Biden. Um, and he's already commented on social media um, that President Biden uh, quite obviously was paying attention paying attention to the radical left wing of the Democratic Party. So I'm not entirely sure um. that Judge Brown Jackson will get his vote for her nomination on the Supreme Court, which, by the way, is not unusual, right? I mean, to give you an historical example, Robert Bork, when he was nominated to serve on the DC Circuit Court of Appeals, the vote was like 97 to zero in favor of him to serve on the DC Circuit Court of Appeals. But like five years later, when Reagan nominated him to the Supreme Court, he ends up getting rejected by the Senate. I mean, okay, so, so she,
1: so even though the vote went for her just recently,
0: yeah, it for may lower not go president. for
1: her this time.
0: Yeah, what I think will happen is both Murkowski and Collins will vote to uphold her unless something comes out during the uh, Senate confirmation process, okay? Okay.
1: Turns out uh, she's a serial killer with heads buried in her basement. Or yeah, whatever.
0: right. You know, you know she, you know she belongs to a secret, you know, liberal fascist wing. Okay, <laughs> blah blah. Of blah. some blah. uber radical thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Where they just can't, where they just yeah, can't vote for. Her.
0: They do. Yeah, they just can't. Okay. But
1: can she, can we? She, do, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. You were gonna say.
0: She, she's got a fascinating background. All right. Okay um uh was born in Miami uh to uh uh uh, uh, to, uh I think her mom was a school principal her dad was an attorney for a school district in in uh, south florida um she went to harvard undergrad and law school so she checks those boxes in regards to our recent Supreme Court justices, right?
1: The Ivies uh, and
0: Yeah, yeah, the, the Ivies. Okay. Yeah. The, Although the they're not coming from money. Uh, no. I mean I if mean, her so,
1: parents were her parents sound like they were middle class folks.
0: Yeah, upper middle class folks. Okay. Upper middle class folks. Um but after Harvard, okay, um, she did clerk for a couple federal court judges, including Justice Stephen Breyer. Ah. So, if she, so if she's confirmed, she will be the third justice on our current Supreme Court who, um, uh, uh, who's taking the seat of their former boss. Oh, okay. Roberts was a clerk for William Rehnquist. Okay. And when Rehnquist died... Roberts was picked to be Chief Justice to replace him. Brett Kavanaugh clerked for Anthony Kennedy. And when (laughs) Anthony Kennedy retired, Kavanaugh was picked.
1: It's almost like um, when you're an alumni of a school and your kid gets preferential treatment.
0: Yeah. Although,
1: Although, in fairness, the justices have a lot of clerks. Like it's not.
0: Yes. Yeah, like they yeah, have yeah, yeah.
1: One, one or two at a time. There, there's a bunch of clerks. So it's not, it's not a I direct one-for-one one kind of thing. You don't call for be, a guy and then get his seat.
0: Yeah, I would, I would be shocked, by the way, if we find out in the future that Stephen Breyer actually lobbied President Biden on behalf of Judge Brown Jackson. Because Stephen Breyer just, just doesn't do that, right? I mean, that's not what you do. Right. You know, when you're a judge okay, Um, you don't lobby the elected branches so that your former clerks, you
1: know, can get get, get, jobs.
0: Right. But I mean, in terms of her background, Nia, she, at various points, she will be the first Supreme Court justice since Thurgood Marshall with a criminal defense background. She was a public defender for uh, about two and a half years she also served on the United States Sensing Commission um, and she's also worked in big law she actually worked for a corporate law firm for a couple of years so she's got varied professional experience coming to the court
1: it sounds like she's got a lot of chops
0: oh yeah, yeah. can I
1: can I yeah. take a moment to complain about something Yeah, sure. Because I know we're trying to keep this relatively short, so I don't want to go deep into my complaining. But I am frustrated that the president, I'm frustrated with President Biden, that he set out as his criterion, I will have a black woman. Instead of, I will find a really good judge and put them on the Supreme Court. Oh, look, it happens to be a black woman. He has made her race and her gender center to this discussion and i am frustrated by that because i don't think that had to, i understand politically why that had to happen i understand he was trying similarly to his choice of kamala harris he was trying to speak to a to a um a
0: yeah in the
1: in the supreme court right like he was trying to repre- speak
0: to yeah underrepresented communities in regards to Important government positions.
1: But I think it will weigh on her if she is successful. I think that there will be there will be some in some quarters there will be snottiness about, well, of course she would vote that way. She's right. And they will make her her gender and her race central to her just her jurisprudence, as opposed to she has jurisprudence and they happen to be from a woman of color right like it's
0: yeah I mean and, I, and it's,
1: the same thing similarly happened to Sotomayor right there's been a little bit of a, a sort of well I mean she speaks for the Hispanic women I'm like no she speaks for one Hispanic woman named Sonia Sotomayor <laughs> like she,
0: yeah I mean and 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 I've said this for instance to students who have uh, written papers about Justice Sotomayor I'm like you do know that there's plenty of scholarship about Justice Sotomayor that says she is a really good justice. And they don't even mention, right? Okay, that she is Hispanic, and a woman, okay, that she is, in many ways, the liberal conscience on the current Supreme Court. I mean, particularly with Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Justice Ginsburg's, uh, passing okay so Soto, Sonia Sotomayor has if you will that role on the court
1: right okay
0: um, a, a, a position that was previously held for instance by in addition to Ginsburg Thurgood Marshall right right and and so it, it's really a shame because if you just look at Judge Brown Jackson's if you will, credentials, I suspect with a Democratic president, she would have been on the short list anyways. Right. I I mean, mean, she's clearly
1: got chops. She's clearly (laughs) got chops. She also passed a vote to get onto the D.C. Circuit Court
0: of Appeals. Right. In a very
1: highly polarized United States Senate. Right. Okay. So, I mean. And it's unfortunate that that she's going to carry that tag, I think.
0: Yes, um, at least for a
1: while, and I and at I At least for a while,
0: okay. yeah. Because I mean, she'll get on the court, and I know this is one of the questions you wanted to touch upon in this short, but the impact she will have on the Supreme Court, unfortunately, in terms of case outcomes, will be minimal. Okay. Right, because it's because a,
1: it's a six three court right now.
0: Yeah, six to, six to can, three.
1: She could stand up. She and Sonia Sotomayor could stand up and shout at the top of their lungs, and they would be two women shouting into the wind. Because,
0: yeah, because now those two plus Justice Kagan, which by the way, that is also very noteworthy. All three liberals on the court are are women. women. Right. And by the way, folks, this should not go unremarked. Okay. Four nights of the Supreme Court is now comprised of women. Right. Amy Coney Barrett, Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor, okay? And Brown Jackson. I am, I am, I am- projecting, Assuming,
1: yeah, right, you are I, assuming.
0: Yeah, and by the way, I know this is another question you had. Yes, I am projecting she will, she will get on the court. I think the okay. vote will- Okay, that was the I, other question I was gonna yeah, ask. Yeah, I think I that think the, the, the vote will be something like, you know, 53, 47, 54, 46, I actually think that Murkowski, Collins, it wouldn't shock me if Mitt Romney right. voted in favor of her, um, and they may pick up uh, another Republican senator. All, all 50 members of the Democratic caucus in the Senate are going to vote for her. I mean, right.
1: And I if it's a tie, Kamala Harris is going to vote
0: for yeah, her. Yeah, so she's going to get on the court. But in terms of the impact on the court short, short term, there's going to be very little difference in terms of case outcomes. If you compare her to the justice she's replacing, she's probably more liberal than Stephen Breyer. But Stephen Breyer was a faithful, consistent liberal on the court. Okay. Right. It's It's not changing
1: the balance of the court. It's
0: not. Yeah, it's not changing the balance. Now, what will be interesting is what kind of impact will she have in the minority in regards to opinions and the development of Supreme Court jurisprudence? Because remember, Nia, you and I have talked about this on previous podcast episodes. Scalia frequently had his greatest impact when he was writing in dissent. Right. Clarence it's what, Thomas. It's what I regularly
1: yeah. tell students now is you should read the dissents because they may come back in 20 years as the, yeah, as the majority I mean, opinion.
0: Yeah. I mean, Clarence Thomas was staking out positions when he first got on the Supreme Court, oftentimes in solo dissents. And now he's got two or three colleagues who are like, yeah, that stuff makes sense. You pick up another vote. Remember, Justice Brennan said, the most important number on the Supreme Court is five.
1: right. <laughs> right, you don't have to have everybody. you just have to have five.
0: You just need to have five.
1: Right? And we should remind listeners uh constantly that the court swings in yes. its in its conservative versus liberal versus like yeah. that that swings back and forth with deaths, with retirements um, so. Final sort of wrap-up question for you, if you don't mind about uh, about this judge, is will this open the door to more um, justices of judges of color? Sorry, not justices because they're not in the Supreme. Judges of color at all the lower levels, like, is that one of the things that Biden? Is is engaging here is the we need more people of more underrepresented folk in the
0: the judicial
1: system and sitting in the judge seat.
0: Yeah, if you look at President Biden's nominations for federal judgeships in his first year, he is charting an unprecedented, if you will, path for nominating women, people of color, okay, uh, for federal judgeships. Um, uh, he's, his percentages okay, are significantly higher on pretty much almost every demographic characteristic, okay, compared to any president, including Democratic presidents, right? Not even close.
1: That has There's- got to great on um- Mitch McConnell.
0: Yeah, well, you know, Mitch McConnell is fond of saying elections have consequences, right? Right. So you know what Mitch is waiting for. Okay. Mitch the McConnell. Midterms. Yeah, the midterms and then 2024. Okay. Right.
1: When he can try um, to stop
0: yes, I mean the, and, and, the uh, progressive and,
1: onslaught.
0: And, and, the and as I've been telling students, Nia, okay, Mitch McConnell will go ahead and keep uh, former president Trump, okay. Uh, basically at bay okay uh, a kind of sort of uneasy if you will detente until it no longer serves mitch mcconnell's purposes if mitch mcconnell concludes that donald trump cannot win the presidency in 2024 he will mitch-
1: ruthlessly replace him with oh yes. someone else
0: yeah mitch mcconnell will go ahead and jump ship to the person who he thinks will win yeah okay well- uh, because Mitch McConnell is a partisan. Right. Okay. And Mitch McConnell understands that elections have consequences. Okay. And that's why he played his game in 2016 when he refused to go ahead and allow Barack Obama's nominee to replace Scalia, uh, uh, Merrick Garland, to ever get a vote in the Senate.
1: Right. Which the timing of this is to prevent that from happening. Yes. Next yeah. year, if yeah. he does end up as Senate Majority Leader again, they want someone firmly ensconced in that in that seat. So now she goes before the Senate hearing. How does that? She goes to one of the committees, right? It's not the full Senate.
0: That is correct, uh, listeners. The next step um, is uh, the FBI will do a full background investigation, which, which surely
1: will, she has been vetted by the White House
0: yes well you know hey biden's
1: been around the block he actually knows you're supposed to do that sort of thing
0: yes okay um then she will meet with as many senators who want to meet with her okay then they will actually schedule hearings in front of the senate judiciary committee and listeners if you want a really good example of uh political symbolism of political if you will circus make sure you tune in for the senate judiciary hearings to confirm judge brown jackson for the united states supreme court okay and they will because,
1: be on cnn but they will also be all over youtube and yes, yes all kinds right? of places because she's going to be a fascinating nominee to watch
0: yeah so what i predict will happen is uh it would not surprise me if, Nia by, at some point in May, we will know if Brown Jackson has been confirmed. Okay, because it we're we're almost to the the you know the start of March, right? Sports so it's gonna be
1: pretty quick.
0: Okay, but I mean, uh, the uh, chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee um, is Dick Durbin, uh, Senator from Illinois. Um, and Dick Durbin has made it very clear in the press in the last couple of weeks, he was waiting for the president <laughs>
1: yeah, to, to make his nomination.
0: So he's pretty much cleared the decks okay. of the Senate Judiciary Committee of pretty much all lower federal court nominees. So his committee can focus on getting Brown Jackson on the Supreme Court. Yep. Okay. Well,
1: then we'll come back when there's more news.
0: Yes. I suspect that we could probably fold this into our usual um, Supreme Court term wrap up. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Well, then we
1: will do that. We look forward to that. Thank you, Aubrey.
0: Thank you, Nia.